0: One, two, three, four, five. Welcome back to the TMZJ podcast. We are on episode 76. And um, this is going to be the first week where we attempt our, our new, more condensed format. We kind of realized, and we said this at the end of last week's podcast, but but for those that didn't hear it or didn't listen all the way to the end, um, we decided that like we want to separate out the media bits. So if we watch a movie or do a movie night or something like that, we'll potentially be working on like kind of just a standalone thing that will go up either as audio and video that's just about that movie or just about that book or just about that whatever we were going to talk about in the media segment on the other hand if there is something that we don't want to do that whole thing for we can honestly just cover it in the topic segment go like hey we watched this thing we're not going to talk about it any more than that and here's our thoughts on it so, yeah. again, just more more condensed. So we'll have topics, and we'll have the wild card segment. Which to and confirm- today, as it's episode 76, we'll be talking about how much we love Fallout 76. Alright,
1: let's go! Oh, God, that
0: game apparently has gotten a lot better, from what I've heard. Apparently. Learned. I'm not going <laughs> to risk it. It, it's still, it actually has like positive ratings on Steam now, which shocked me. Because that game was a piece of ass when it came out, and not a good ass. <laughs> so- but yeah, so that's that's what we got there. Uh, segment three, we're probably going to be going back to uh, an old, an old favorite of ours um, that we haven't touched in a while. Uh, so hopefully, we'll have some new ideas for that. And that's a uh, long story short. Uh, our fun little game where we try to talk very very quickly and fail. Uh, but yeah, to open up, uh, I I had a topic, and this is less a topic and more just. You ever have like these moments, like just in your daily life, and your daily routine, where you just think, my, my brain's wired backwards. Like, let me tell you. So, I, my favorite kind of weather is overcast and a little rainy. I love waking up really early in the morning, and I feel weird if I don't. I, like, when I'm in, like, a bad mood or something like that, or... I'm listening to like really really sad songs watching like tragedies cheers me up i feel happier after i watch those things i listen Um, to angry music and i feel calm like i think and then there's me who
1: woke up four hours later today because i wasn't working (laughs) and uh was very glad for it not being frosty or raining today because i've been dealing with that shit all week
0: yeah it's been rotating here but but the it is bright and sunny here which again not my favorite kind of weather but and I, I like winter. I prefer fall and winter to spring and summer. Like, <laughs> Blue's got this very angry look on his face right now, because he's... Just disgusted. He, so, for reference, Blue is My in... My nose is so cold. He's in a freezing cold house. He's wearing multiple layers. Meanwhile, yep. it's cold got coat here. On. It is cold here, too, but I actually like the cold, so I'm just sitting here in a tank top. Mm, you'd fucking love it here. Oh, I probably, yeah, probably would. Um, but yeah, no. I just it was just one of those those thoughts because like everyone I, I most people I talk to, that is not their their view. That like bright sunny days, it's like oh it's raining it's shitty out. No, no, I like love it when bright, it's so,
1: Like it's not the sunlight that I like; it's the warmth. Yeah, warm and dry is the main thing. Because I'm, uh, I'm very used to being out and about at like the middle of the night. I'm quite used to that. Yeah. Um, so it, the the lightness, yeah, not a big thing for me,
0: but uh so yeah. my my thinking like the other reason that I came to that conclusion like oh this this feels like, you know, I'm wired backwards is the um it doesn't seem like natural for that to be a preference because think about it if we were still like, you know, living out in the wild mm. cave people, you really wouldn't like a cold rainy day because it means you have to find shelter it means you have to find warmth if you're hunter-gatherer you can't go out there and I don't know kill buffalo
1: yeah but you're always looking for one of those excuses to prove your
0: manliness whereas I'm perfectly comfortable in a nice chair <laughs> by the fire well <laughs> I'm not it's not a, a proof of manliness sort of thing if, <laughs> if you were a cave person it's a survival thing true but that all has all been lost in this day and age True, and that's that's what I'm saying, is like, maybe this uh, this aberrant way of uh, thinking is... is I yeah. mean, are you a fan of camping? I've only been a few times. I don't know, I, I think I'd like it. I hated it when I was... I hated the idea when I was younger. But now, I, I'm starting to think... Like, I think I'd actually enjoy it, just... Again, I'm the other way around. When I was young, I've
1: to go camping so much these days, I'm like, nah, I like an internet connection, and...
0: <laughs> yeah, I... In general, I'm like that, but I think part of it is when I was younger, like I we had like one computer in the house. I didn't have a cell phone until I was in yeah. like high school and stuff like that, and so I, I kind of just was like okay with what I had around me, and I didn't really feel the need to go camping or see anything any real appeal in it. But now. Like, I'm sitting here, there's a monitor there, there's a monitor there, there's a microphone on my face, there's a camera back there, there's all this technology surrounding me, and the idea of just getting away from all of that, and being out in the middle of the wilderness for, like, a day or two, that's very appealing to me. (laughs) What he's saying is, he wants to get away from me! (laughs) It's like, the podcast's over. (laughs) That was me quitting. Bye. Yep. No, um... But I and I wouldn't want to do it often uh, but I think doing that like once every year or two just for a few days to kind of completely cut yourself off from technology, I think that would that'd be good. You know what you could do all of that Kaiser? And still be in comfort A
1: hotel? Dismantle the game <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Blue's been playing a lot of this game, Dismantle I have, I'm only like 22 hours now um, so a sing- for a single player game that's quite a lot and I'm, like, halfway through the story, I think. Um, it started strong, then I had a lot, a lot of... It goes through very much phases of really interesting and then really boring. Because uh, I'm sure you're the same. You, like, probably... You like 100%ing a game when it's not impossible, right?
0: Yeah, if it's, if it's reasonable. If the game's yeah. putting, like, some bullshit collectibles in my face, then I might not do it.
1: So the The main progression in this is that you have two kinds of weapon damage slashing and bashing I can't mm-hmm. remember um and they can break different objects and this is we're talking like low level you can break a tin on a counter with a baseball bat no oh I was saying to get to you can break a tin on a counter with like a crowbar right mm. and then way later in the game you can use like an axe to cut down a tree yeah Um, When you upgrade the items though So bear in mind a crowbar Not very powerful in this game It can just about break wooden fences I think Then you get to the baseball bat And the baseball bat can basically destroy
0: cars (laughs) (laughs) Wait is this an aluminum bat or a wood bat? This is a wooden bat (laughs) Those things will No Anyone who... who, This game designer has never played baseball. I haven't even played baseball that much and I know that's bullshit.
1: Well, it's funny because you have a metal crowbar and you upgrade to a wooden bat. And uh, you're like knocking out like these cement pillars that go around people's houses with the iron railings on them. Knocking out them with a
0: baseball bat. In baseball, the batters occasionally break, they shatter the bats on the ball. Really? Do they? Yes, it it, it does happen that. every now and again. Holy shit! Um, there's actually a couple of really famous instances where um, uh, batters have been revealed to be using corked bats, like mm. you know, which you know they're not allowed to use in game, and because the bat has shattered on a hit. But yeah, normal yeah. bat, like yeah, normal wooden bait, they they shatter. Um, it's not like all the time, but it does happen with some regularity. Granted, okay. th- you're talking about people who are hitting the ball as hard as they can and it's flying from like a professional pitcher so it's going like 98 miles an hour but um, to be fair it was like I've just watched Night's Tale again right and so mm -hmm. they have uh,
1: lances wooden lances, huge things and they actually quite often shatter
0: on people's armor so this is the thing, um, lances, tournament there were two different types of lances um, in medieval times. They had tourney lances and they had normal lances. So normal lances, yeah, they, they were both wood, tipped. but yeah, the, the the tourney lances were made blunted. to be a little bit, they were they were blunted and they were made to splinter on hit, so that they wouldn't, you wouldn't kill, kill. the guy. Yeah. yeah, but- Although it did sometimes happen. But it does make, that, yeah, but so, yeah, a, a wooden baseball bat is not gonna be able to take out a concrete brick. <laughs> <laughs> if if a baseball bat can break on a baseball then it's gonna definitely break on a concrete block or a car to be fair those pitches serve pretty fucking fast they do they do
1: but uh, it's
0: just hilarious to me
1: yeah, no, and on the other side the cutting its you start with a sickle uh, and then you go to you're meant to go to a machete but I skipped right over that and went to a fire axe hmm uh, so that kind of makes a bit more sense on that side, at least. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm expecting, like, to, be, to get a sledgehammer or something soon. I did get a katana, like, way later than I got the fire axe, so much so that I fully upgraded the fire axe to, like, massive amounts mass of damage, and I get this katana. And it's really cool-looking, but it does shit damage compared to the fire axe.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, mm. It, and this is one of the... I wonder if it's... Maybe you're just getting, like, one of those department store katanas.
1: Yeah, well, it's... Ugh, fuck, what was it? There was, a, there was, like, a side quest you had to do to get it, and these guys stole it from a shop or something. They hid it in a van. The van mm. got impounded. Then you pull it out of the van, and this is, like...
0: I don't know. Does, does metal dull over time if it was, like, inside a van? It depends. So if it's... If it's not like some variety of stainless if it's if it's actually like steel steel and it's not like contained properly then moisture eventually it will corrode uh but it won't necessarily dull right i mean to initially get it
1: to make it you make it out of wooden iron
0: so maybe not <laughs> mind you the upgrading paths on the items is very weird in the game Yeah, I that might just be a different I, I doubt they wanted to go through like full steel making No, uh, there's steel in the game There's it goes iron then steel and titanium Well if it's iron then it makes sense it's a piece of shit cuz <laughs> Like iron is iron is harder and stronger than steel, but it's also extremely brittle. The, the benefits of steel is the fact that this is me going back to, you know, engineering, but the yeah. the benefits of steel is its elasticity. Like it'll it'll actually, it, it, you can deform it and it'll go back to its original shape, which is what makes steel great for making things like springs or mm. great for support structures for buildings for things, because it will flex and move a little bit, but it won't deform or break mm-hmm. like iron will.
1: But yeah, what I think I'm enjoying a lot about the game, though, is that there aren't really any ranged weapons. It's basically all melee. Super late in the game, in the tech tree, I've now discovered that I can make a hunting rifle, but that gets four shots. And after that, you need to restock at a particular place. Mm. Um, So yes, it is a zombie game. I think I spoke about it before, anyway. But yeah, so no, I'm enjoying that.
0: God... I've been. Um, God, what have I been doing this week? I've been going back to playing The Witcher 2. Um, mm. Because it's the only game I've never beaten. Did you actually continue watching The Witcher series? Uh, no, I do need to go back and watch that, though. Witcher okay. 2. Uh, Witcher Season 2. Well, no, no. Oh, yeah, 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 Because no, at this point, now both Juan and Raymond have finished it, and I haven't. Oh, really? I haven't finished it yet. Either I, I need to get back to it. Then. Yeah, I think it was it was either I, I don't remember which one of them said it. One of them said they, they liked it better than season one. So we'll yeah. see how that works out. Um, I'm again hopeful, but there's there's all kinds of little little things that still kind of bug me.
1: Yeah, I didn't give it a sparkling review on my first
0: viewing of the first couple of episodes. Yeah, um, I. I don't know. It, it strikes me as, like... I think I, I've I've complained about it way too much on the podcast already, but I'll just kind of summarize my thoughts in the first season as they get so much right that the few things that they get wrong annoy me all the more. Right. I think that's that's what my opinion boils down to. They got so much so correctly, and then they just got a few key things wrong, and that just... That, that's why I kind of fixate on them but I don't want to go over that old ground again very stuff
1: we'll save it for a uh, episode 2 uh, thing yeah um, yeah so um, we were discussing before we started the podcast today we were discussing RTSs
0: yeah and it's interesting you bring this so RTS games were something and I didn't realize this until we were talking about it there
1: Hmm. That's real time strategy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, real time okay.
0: strategy games. So things like StarCraft, Age of Empires, Command and Conquer. That game Timberborn, I was talking about, to an extent.
1: Uh, I would call that more like a city builder.
0: Yeah, I guess so. It is real time, but you're not really. Yeah, you're not really moving the units individually. It's you're just building stuff. Also, can't you pause it? Yeah, you can pause it. Okay. I mean, older RTSs, well, when you're playing the campaign mode, you can pause it. Just not multiplayer. Actually, even a multiplayer. There's so,
1: multiplayer for Temple World?
0: No. Oh. I, I just I was talking about how you could pause other RTS games. Like, you can Whatever. pause yeah, you know, all those other ones. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I was saying, like, the first, the first RTS game I played was Age of Empires 2, and that was back when it came out in 99. Um, as much as I play StarCraft now, I never played StarCraft until I was in high school, which was years after it came out apparently right
1: yes um no what was it ninety, ninety-eight? 98 wait Starcraft was oh, I've already forgotten I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was 98 uh yeah Age of Empires was 97. 97 was it
0: Age of Empires 1 yeah, was 97. 97 yeah
1: 99 yeah, so was two. Age of Empires 2 yeah yeah um, but no, I think the the first one I remember playing was obviously the old Red Alert, which you've now played as well a little bit. But
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very different type of game, though. Um, Age of Empires 2, back when that... Like, I really got into that game in, in middle school, like, to the point where, like, I was playing in, in ranked matches. Like, I actually got really good at the map builder and, like, programming, like, scripted events in it. It had a really, really in-depth map editor and i i remember spending a ton of time playing the, around with those things
1: see for me the first major one i got into was probably um age mythology mm. i loved the, the, the god upgrade systems i loved the that mission where you
0: it's a dream sequences you and you play as the villains i a fuck ton of relics around god i played uh yeah age of empire or not age of empires i did play age of mythology i didn't get nearly as into it as i did with age of empires 2 oh really um i still remember like the my favorite uh race and build to play in the multiplayer i would play as the huns because you didn't have to build houses uh they just start off with 200 population right off the bat right because they're meant to be like kind of nomadic and then um it it made things a little bit easier on mm. the the startup because you a you didn't have to build houses you didn't have to defend them so you didn't have to waste waste the resources but you started off with less food. This is how much I played the game that like you know fucking twenty years later I still remember exactly how I played that one race.
1: Yeah, I I think I probably just went for Agent Thulda. I probably just went down the Anubis route every time because I love the doggy. I think I played the Egyptians too. I can't remember.
0: Uh, well, I think Thor was also pretty pretty darn good. The Norse it. were really good. I liked how they got faith yeah. by fighting. Um, yeah, so and they got the giants as well. Age of Mythology, for those that don't know, is uh, like it's made by the same people that made Age of Empires, um, and it's very much in the same vein. But because th- whereas Age of Empires was very grounded in reality, in terms of what the units were. And it was very much historical talking about like different, you know, medieval, uh, the medieval period and all the different civilizations around that time. That's what all the campaigns were about. There was one about Joan of Arc. Um, Hmm. age of mythology was focused on, it was much more fantastical. Like you had the Greeks, the Egyptians and the Norse. And yeah, you had
1: the the, the mythos creatures of all like the Cyclops,
0: yeah, and Pegasus, and they all had um, like they all had a way to gather faith, which you would then use to make those mythical creatures, um, yeah. and use god powers and things like that. And cheats, <laughs> I love the cheats in that game. There were um, there was one I can't remember the one in Age of Empires too, but there was a way you could get a um a shelby mustang that fired grenades out of its headlights oh damn
1: yeah uh, in uh age of mythology the one i always remember is um wove which and, summons a uh, a pink flying pig with wings and a, a rainbow that comes out of its ass when it flies along uh, yeah and shoots
0: love hearts the 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 code in age of empires 2 f- to get that car was how do i turn this on Ooh. and um you would get This this it was it was it was like a Shelby Mustang convertible, and it would fire like bullets out of the headlights. Um, Yeah, I think it was hilarious. But no, the uh, yeah, in Age of Mythology, they I did that was one of the things I liked because that was when they first went down the road of making the civilizations very distinct from one another. Because in Age of Empires 2, they got different bonuses. They might have a couple different units, but it was functionally the same. They they mm. also looked a little bit different, but the major structures were the same. But in Age of Mythology, like the Greeks, they gathered faith by building a temple and assigning mm. worshippers to it. Um, the Norse, also, I, I know.
1: I so rarely ever made the wonders, but I know they were
0: there. <laughs> yeah, I never used them either. Um, yeah. The the multiplayer mode. number two. It's in... Wonders were in all of them, as oh, far okay. as I know. okay, so I think
1: in number two, you needed to make one before you could make a titan or something, right?
0: Or am I wrong? I don't know. I was thinking... I thought you meant Age of Empires, too, because there were wonders in that as well. Oh. Uh, I think wonders are kind of a staple of the Age of series.
1: Hmm. And Civilization all the kind of happened.
0: picked up it. Actually, yeah. no, Civilization,
1: I guess, came from before that, technically.
0: Yeah, Sid Meier's Civilization was a very different thing. Hmm god yeah Uh, and now age of empires 4 is out and i'm not a huge fan because it's slow as hell the game is fun it's 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 beautiful and it it plays a lot better than age of empires 3 did age of empires 3 went in a new direction and it wasn't as good as the previous ones the age of mythologies or the age of empires
1: Hmm.
0: age of empires 4 feels a lot more like those other ones but but it is so painfully, apocalyptically slow.
1: Sounds like, like it just needs a
0: good mod to fix it, that, right? What it needs is, so even in Age of Empires 2, you could play on normal, faster, fastest, and you could yeah. also slow it down if you wanted to. In, I mean, Starcraft famously, oh, its default setting is fastest but it also had the ability to slow it down if you really wanted to. And so, it's probably because I've played so many RTS games now, playing Age of Empires 4 and not having the ability to speed anything up is just painful. Like I have to have like a movie on in the background when I'm playing it, even in multiplayer because there's just so much downtime. So, I well, get that, that they is
1: probably for the newer players, like player base Yeah. Because, I mean, you were playing... I remember watching a game that you were playing, and your teammate was just doing nothing, it seemed like.
0: Yeah. Um, And there is an element of that, but I think that they... This should have been a base feature, because they had to know that there were going to be some people that were going to be coming to this game who had played RTS. Like a new RTS game comes out that's part of an old franchise. They should have known there were going to be RTS players coming back to play it again. And this... I'm on a rant now and I have to keep going. <laughs> this is something and I know we've talked about this like not on the podcast but it's something that always infuriates me when I'm trying to solve like a, an IT problem or when I have like a glitch in a game or I'm trying to figure something out and I go to look up like my question essentially so i was trying to look up if there just was a feature i was missing uh it's like you know if there was a way to speed up the gameplay even in just in the campaign because the campaign is also painfully slow right um they also went down a weird direction with the the cutscenes in campaign that i don't like um in age of empires 4 but i won't really get into that Um, i go to look it up and of course the search online brings me to a forum And in the forum, there's someone asking my exact question. Is there a way to speed up the gameplay? You know, are they planning on adding a feature to make it go faster or something like that and have adjustable speed? Yeah. And the very first response, whenever I look something like this up, is always some douchebag who's just like, in my opinion, you don't even need to speed it up. It's perfectly fine in the speed it is. If the game designers wanted you to play it this way, it's like, shut the fuck up. If you don't have that the answer...
1: That immediately makes me think of the fucking Final Fantasy thing I looked up, You remember?
0: Yeah, yeah, well... When d- I
1: was like, is there a way of turning off the, like, bright sparkly shit when you're flying through the air in the middle of the night and it's blinding your fucking screen? Yeah. That's the way it was
0: meant to be, it's not that bad, you should just shut up and play a game. You experience it the way the creators want it, it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's man. like, if... It's a, that old, the old adage, if you don't have something useful to say... Don't say anything. Yeah. But I, every forum has that person, and they're always the first person to respond. Like, I, I, almost everything I look up, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I could be looking up, you know, an, an issue where I'm getting, like, an error message, uh, you know, after I've installed, like, a new piece of hardware in my computer. Or I yeah. could be trying to do something, like, in editing. Like, I, I've been trying to do some kind of a visual effect, or figure out how to do something audio-wise, and I'll look it up, and I find somebody asking my exact question. Very first response is, you shouldn't need to do that. Don't do that. That's not the right way to do it. Oh, you should use this program. It's much better than this other program. Just like... Yeah. If you don't have the answer to the question, shut, shut the up. fuck up. <laughs> it's like... Oh, God. It, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean... Also these kind of forum pages are so old now. I'm waiting for there to be Because like, there's never been a single a single one that stood out from any of those. I feel like that's a market that someone could get into. Mm. <laughs> a new and variety of forums. They? they look like they're from the nineties,
0: even though they're still being used today. That's true. Yeah, I, all all forums yeah, they all kind of look like that. I don't know, I don't I never got into forums when I was like when they were getting like big, I never really got to the point where I was felt the need to post anything on them. Why are you making that face? What did you just drink? <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn wood alcohol.
1: Man. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I think the only forum I ever posted on with any degree of regularity was back when I was playing Halo Two regularly uh, and Bungie their website had a had a forum on it right and i remember like um you know posting a couple things on there and or, or reading th- through a few things on there but even then it wasn't something i did often so i don't think i've ever posted in one of them a question or an answer i posted on the the steam forums before i think yeah you definitely because remember you got banned from i, the, I got you know, banned from the or mass, mass effect forums for posting effect. on them yeah. Um because I, which is just <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I complained about the ass. Yep.
1: Yeah. Why didn't we
0: talk about ass earlier? I we were, but I can't remember why. Oh, it was <laughs> Um I, I something something I was talking about something shitty and I was like you know it's like oh it's I ass, hate but I was like yeah, yeah yeah that's what I said. I was like oh I hate this thing's a fucking piece of ass and not a good yeah. piece of ass. <laughs>
1: So, for reference, Kaiser is definitely an ass, man. <laughs> I, for any I, of those men out there wanting to know. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, yeah, how much... How much um, yeah, so... The other, the other thing... So, I, I was looking through a list of old RTS games. And from 1999, there was a game called Rock Raiders for LEGO. And... That, when I was younger, like, younger than Bread Alert kind of thing, I wasn't allowed to play them yet, Rock Raiders was amazing. It was also immensely fucking hard, <laughs> to me the age that I was at least. Yeah. Um, cause all the missions were like, time limited, and you're deep underground, you're basically excavating, and pulling back these green crystals back to your base. Um... And when you found a pocket of air, it was like such an air of, oh, could be a a new kind of gem in there or some dangerous fucking enemy that I've not seen before that's going to eat all my crystals. Mm. Um, Yeah, it was actually, uh, that was probably my first proper strategy based game, even though there weren't, I don't think there were too many enemies, but you did have to like upgrade their weapons to like plasma cutters and
0: stuff. Yeah, I'm trying Uh, to think. Fuck them up think back like strategy games because I really do think that Age of Empires 2 is my first RTS because before that like we didn't have a we didn't actually have a computer in our house until the late 90s Um, before that it was all like console stuff so I had a um, I had an NES my only video game console until I was until we got our N64 was the NES Um, yeah and the I think the N sixty four came out in ninety nine as well. So for for the entire like you know first third of my life, it was just you know I was playing stuff like, you know Super Mario Duck Hunt. Yeah, I never played Duck Hunt. Although it's, I think it was re released or something, wasn't it? That's why everyone talks about it. I don't know if it was re. I, it probably was by now. But I, I remember I loved that thing. Like you had the you had the light gun, and you just. Yeah. <laughs> the light gun that they probably wouldn't allow you to sell now because, uh, at least not in the US, because the original one, the one I had, didn't have, you know, that orange safety tip on the end of the gun. Yeah. So, it it, it could have looked like, what? Not much of one. It does look very sci-fi.
1: Another uh, uh, super children-like game that turned out to be absolute nails. I'm pretty sure you played this, I could be wrong, on the GameCube. Mm. Can you guess what it is?
0: What, Luigi's Mansion? Uh, no. Well, that was a great game, but no, that's not. Pikmin. Okay. Pikmin. I never played it. Oh, really? I never oh. played it. It was it was one of the GameCube classics that I never actually had. It was real fucking hard. And it was stressful. Even as a kid, it was real stressful,
1: because... You, you got for, like, mission, mission 7 or whatever, Day 7, and suddenly you're not paying attention, and a monster eats all your Pikmin, or the Pikmin just fall in the water and they just completely dead and you have no way of completing the objective and then you're just fucked for the entire save
0: file it's a it's a game that I I really like I didn't really know anything about it back then because it's not no. like now where there's you know you just watch a YouTube video it's like oh here's some great GameCube games I just didn't know I, I got the games I got and Pikmin was never one of them um, Right. Well, apparently there's actually a story to Pikmin, which I hadn't, wasn't aware of. But that's because I guess I didn't play one of the Pikmin games. Well, it got it got three sequels. Oh, two sequels. It was Pikmin one, two, and three, right? Pikmin. I think there's a fourth. Oh, maybe there's okay. Uh, it's onto the Switch now as well. It's um, awesome. Actually, on the subject, yeah. on the subject of Nintendo, one little known fact. Um, well, I don't know if it's little known. Starcraft one actually came out for the N64. Really. There was an N64 port of StarCraft that seems like One. Really hard to map
1: controls. Surely. I
0: yeah, I don't know. I can't remember if I ever played it, but I know they had it at the uh, there was a uh, uh, rental uh, store in my in my town, and I remember yeah. going through there and seeing StarCraft. I think it was the the Brood War StarCraft Brood War for the N64. Um I have no idea how functional it was I'd love to get my hands on a copy of it and actually try playing it maybe I'll try to do that I'll see if I see if I can find find one for sale now and pick it up
1: Mm. Uh, and then I don't know 2003 was probably the next big one with Monaco Generals the one that's banned in China
0: for obvious reason China? I fucking love that game yeah Age of Empires 2 Age of Mythology it was really giving America a blowjob was that game I... C- <laughs> yeah. I couldn't... Um, <laughs> I actually kind of got out of RTS when I got into my, my teens, and that's when I started playing games like um, Halo and Halo 2. Yeah. And I started really getting into... Because like, before that, I'd never really played FPS games. Uh, so that was the mm, beginning of that. back into it with StarCraft 2. Yeah, once Stark... Well, the thing is, I was, I was rooming with Juan um, in college, mm. and so he and i both signed up for the starcraft 2 beta and we both got into like the first round and this this was in like 2009 or like late 2009 and we played the shit out of it actually you know what i'm gonna tell this story and then i'm gonna then that this will be where we we (laughs) we end segment one because this is a fun fun story related to starcraft 2 so we got access to the starcraft 2 beta Hmm. on one of our room... So we we lived in a six-person apartment on campus, so a yeah. uh, like a, a dorm apartment. So Juan and I were in one room, two of our other friends were in another room, and then we had two other friends in single rooms. So there were two doubles and two singles. Yeah. And one of the, one of the guys in the, the double room over there, it was his 21st birthday, so he can go out and drink now. Brilliant. And so what they did was they went out to a couple bars and <laughs> the thing is this is how much starcraft who dominated our lives at this point they were going out drinking and like gonna have a party and everything like that and like no we're, we're gonna stay in and play starcraft <laughs> yeah. so like he goes out with the uh, the girlies dating at the time and like a couple of our other friends both from this apartment and another one and they they go out uh to a couple bars and restaurants and they they come back later having you know having had a few and they apparently stopped the package store on the way back so they had you know a couple more bottles of booze and right. they went back into the double room to kind of keep the party going Hell yeah juan and i had been playing starcraft continuously for the last like three hours yeah um then around like this is probably around like 2 a.m or something like that mm-hmm. um they had kind of tapered off and gone to bed we're still playing starcraft uh, we hear that friend kind of go out into the hallway and stumble into the bathroom and we hear him just shout I'm a dragon! And then he vomits into the, into the toilet. <laughs> and so, for the rest of the night, this is, this demonstrates our, both our devotion to our friends and to StarCraft. Juan and I, every two games, Juan and I traded off going in there to check on him, make sure he was okay, get him some water. You know, and everything like that. But it was like, okay, we we play two games. All right, go check on him. All right, back, play two games. All right, Juan, it's your turn. Go check on him. Nice. And we did this until like 4 a.m. When he finally went back to bed. Jesus, how long was he just like vomiting for? Uh, about an hour and a half. Jesus. Normally, you vomit.
1: It takes. It wasn't continuous. It, it,
0: it wasn't continuous. It was just like kind of like, um, you know, vomit drink some water try to get up and go back to bed and then like oh no I'm not feeling it and he, he'll just go back in there he wasn't what continuously Dude, when
1: you, you go, vomit you vomit and you're done <laughs> in my I, experience I
0: think it was just like after that he still had an upset stomach so just getting up and moving around was making him kind of dizzy
1: yeah if he'd it, eaten it, something shitty it might have been more of a full thing but alcohol yeah. wise you just but get yeah. out of your system
0: and you get yeah so it was but it, it was it, it's a night that I actually remember fondly yeah. Do you? But we played we played Starcraft for probably like six or seven hours that night. my god. Continuously. The game. Yeah. Holy shit. But we did take a break to take care of our friends. Just, <laughs> sure. just not just, just <laughs> yeah. not to go to the party. I don't think this is a win for friendship Kaiser. <laughs> I'm gonna be serious.
1: <laughs> but yeah.
0: Alright. Let's end it there. Um, This is going to be the end of segment one of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you will hear us again momentarily for segment three, actually. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are on segment three. Yes, I need to figure out a better naming convention than this now because segment It's the wild card zone. <laughs> it's the wild card segment, but it's it's also not the third segment, but it's still segment three. It just feels so unnatural to say, you know. Anyway, doesn't matter.
1: We miss our baby, segment two.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get it'll take some uh growing into this new format. Uh, wow, we'll
1: f- I took my baby.
0: <laughs> what what is that from? That's Dingo took my baby. Shit. Ah a dango took my baby i don't have no idea what that's from all right australia so we (laughs) just all of australia um so we are going to be doing uh more reading of eye of argon we thought about potentially doing a long story short uh for this one but uh neither of us were feeling too enthused about it today so you will and it has been months now uh episode 62 was the last time we read eye of argon and so we were back to it uh a reminder for those that don't remember uh this uh series uh the way the eye of argon uh game works is that uh we eye of argon is a short story written by uh one jim fize uh pro- i think back in the 70s it is famous for being one of the worst written stories ever <laughs> and um the the way you play the little reading game with it is we will trade off reading and each of us will um read until we either have either screw up laugh or some other random thing happens and then the other person will take over the reason that that is the only rule is that the the story is littered with spelling mistakes, grammar mistakes, weird punctuation, very very odd descriptive words, and uh, the rule is you have to read that as written on the page. Um. So anyway, we left off on page forty-one. We're actually going to read the the first two paragraph or the last two paragraphs on that page again because it's the beginning of the section, uh, and then we will continue on. We're gonna to roll to see who goes first. We've both got a d20 in our hands, so. I've rolled a 19.
1: That's a nat 20. Did you, act- did you
0: actually roll a 20? I actually rolled a nat 20. Holy shit, all right, Blue's going gonna first. to hold it up, but
1: this dice is very hard to read. Yeah, it's all good.
0: Uh, all right. Okay, I'll read. You're starting from
1: in the face. In the face of the amorphous, broad-breeded female, stretched out alluringly before his gaping eyes, the universal whim of nature filing a plea of despair inside of his white-hot soul, Grigna acted in the only matter he could perceive, giving vent to a horse, throat-rendering battle cry. Grigna plunged into the midst of the startled shaman, torch simmering in his left hand,
0: and Dax twirling in his right hand. I will, uh, I wanted to let you finish, but you, it's only manner he could. You said only matter he could. Did I? You did. Shit. So okay. I'll take over from the next paragraph. Of all
1: those, uh, the, I very nearly cracked, and uh, yeah, giving vent to a horse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, com- the comma there, like, that actually is grammatically correct, but it's just us reading <laughs> aloud that isn't... All right. The only manner he can perceive. There go. <laughs> a gaunt, skull-faced priest standing at the far side of the altar clutched desperately at his throat, coughing furiously in an attempt to catch his breath. Lurching helplessly to and fro, the acolyte pitched headlong against the gleaming base of a massive jade idol, writhing agonizedly against the hideous image Foam flecking his chalk white lips, the priest struggled helplessly. Deet deet deet, the victim of an <laughs> epileptic seizure. Sorry, oh, my fault. That that deet, deet deet is the like. He didn't do a dash. I think he, that was supposed to be like an ellipsis or something. It, it's just it looks like Morse code.
1: Yeah, anyway. I don't know what that is. Also, it is technically seizure, but
0: I had made you laugh. Seizure. So
1: you're fine. Okay.
0: Startled by the Barbarian's stunning appearance, the chronic fit of their fellow, and the fear that Grignar might be the avant-garde of a conquering force, ded- dedicated to the cause of destruction. <laughs> no, no, you <he> stopped. <laughs> I was expecting that to be spelled wrong, I'm surprised it he spelled wasn't. it right. I know, I'm surprised he spelled it right. Alright, you could uh, yeah pick up from uh,
1: wherever. Uh... Okay. Startled by the Barbarians' stunning appearance, the chronic fit of their fellow and the fear that Grigna might be the avant-garde of a conquering force dedicated to the cause of destroying their degenerated cult, the seamen momentarily lost their composure. Giving vent to heedless pandemonium, the priests fell easy prey to Grigna's sweeping arc of
0: crimson death and maiming destruction. Yeah, just destruction. Uh, once again, this this guy had a thesaurus and nothing else in his house. He could not spell.
1: The acolyte performing the sacrifice took a vicious blow to the stomach, hands clutching vitals and several spinal
0: cord. As he, I said several. You did. All right. Yeah. The acolyte performing the sacrifice took a vicious blow to the stomach, hands clutching vitals and severed spinal cord as he sprawled over the altar. The disor anized priests lurched and staggered. That's a laugh. But I didn't laugh. I kept it together. It, and it is, How was that? Not? The disor anized. Th- that's what it is. There's a space. Disor anized. I know if you laugh. Like, it's fine. Keep going. Disor anized priests lurched and stag- you actually have to laugh. I didn't laugh. I just smiled at it. The disorganized priest lurched and staggered with split skulls, dismembered limbs, and spewing entrails before the enraged... Okay, I forgot he was called an accordion. Alright, uh, you can t- pick up from spewing entrails.
1: Uh, spewing entrails before the enraged accordion's relentless onslaught. The howlers of the maimed and dying reverberated through the walls of the tiny chamber. A chorus of hell fraught despair, as the granite floor ran red with blood. The entire chamber was encompassed in the heat of raw, savage butchery as Grignar luxuriated in the grips of a primitive, beastly bloodlust. <sniffs> Presently all went silent, save for the ebbing groans of the sinking shaman, and Grignar's heavy breath, accompanied by several gusty curses. The well had run dry no more lambs remained for the slaughter the rampaging steed of death having taken off Grigna for the moment left the barbarian free to the exploitation of his other perusials towering over the
0: fuck tell ya towering over his head was the misshaped image of the cult's hideous deity dot 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 argon the fantastic size of the idol in consideration of its being of pure jade was enough to cause the senses of any man to stagger and reel yet thus was not the case for the behemoth he had paid only casual notice to this incredible fact while riveting the whole of his attention upon the jewel protruding from the idol's sole socket its masterfully cut facets faucets It is faucets. Yeah, he spelled it wrong again. All right, (laughs) from it's masterfully. Yeah,
1: it's masterfully cut faucets in mutting. You could just just That's fine. Just keep going. Keep going. Emitting blinding rays of hypnotizing beauty. After all, a man cannot slink from a heavily guarded palace while burdened down by the intense bulk of a squatting statue, providing, of course, that the idol can even be hefted, which of a squatting...
0: No, fuck, I did the same line. Ah! Yeah. That was a terrible run. Which, in fact, was beyond the reaches of Grignar's coursing stamina. (laughs) Course, I'm sorry. On the (laughs) other hand... You can pick up after this one because I laughed. Uh, On the other hand, the jewel, gigantic as it was, would not present a hindrance of any mean concern. Of any mean concern? Uh... Help me, dot dot
1: dot, please, dot dot dot, I can make it well worth your while, pleaded a soft, anguish strewn voice wafting over Grigna's shoulders as he plucked the dull red emerald from its roots. Turning, Grigna faced the female that had lured him into this bloodbath, but whom had become all but forgotten in the heat of the battle. You, ejaculated the accordion, in a pleased tone. I thought I had seen the last of you at the tavern, but verily, I was mistaken. Grigner advanced into the grips of the female's entrancing stare, severing the golden chains that held her captive upon the altar's highly polished face of ornamental limestone. As Grigner lifted the girl from the altar, her arms wound dexterously about his neck, soft and smooth against his harsh exterior, art thou pleased that we have chance to meet once again Grigner merely voiced us and signed Grunt returning the damsel's embrace while he smothered her trim delicate lips between the coursing protrusions of his reeking maw
0: (laughs) (laughs) did he sit on her face (laughs) I think he I think they're trying to describe him (laughs) kissing her but (laughs) that's what it sounds like it sounds like he sat on her face (laughs) <laughs> you
1: saved me,
0: Blah. Yeah, this um, is how you know Grignar's a gamer. He just teabagged her. Is the accordion the girl? No, no, he's the accordion. I think he's from Accordia or something like that. It's been a while oh, since we started this story. I made him,
1: so. I made him
0: Palpatine. You did, You didn't... made him Palpatine, but <laughs> Grignar is the accordion. Okay, Grignar is the okay. I'll pay that in mind.
1: Did I make a mistake?
0: Uh, no, you didn't. But it's the end of the page, so we switch this off. This is true. <clears throat> <clears throat> let us take leave of this wretched chamber. Oh God, no! I fucked up. It's let us take leave of this wret. Oh no, I did read it right. Never mind. I'm just. Well, uh, normally it's called W, but yeah, I was going to get rid yeah. of it because it's the same. <clears throat> Stated Grigner as he placed the female upon her feet. This she swooned a moment, causing Grigner to give her her support, then regained her stance. That was a weird one. Yeah, uh, do you want, do you want, do you want to switch or? Uh, yeah, sure. Art I'm thou? just trying to at who's talking next. Uh, I assume the damsel,
1: but she speaking like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm really yeah. Not sure. Yeah. Anyway. Go, go for her. Let's just use her voice.
1: Art thou able to find your way through the accursed passages of this castle, M'frick? Every one of the corridors of this damned place are identical. Aye, I was at one time a slave of Prince Agafim, his clammy touch sent a sour swill through my belly, but my efforts reaped a harvest. I gained the pig's liking, whereby he allowed me the freedom of the palace. It was through this means that I eventually managed to escape of the palace dot 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 It was a simple matter to seduce the sentry at the western gate. His trust found him with a dagger thrust his ribs. The wench stated whimso- sorry the Wench
0: Wench stated whimsicorically. Whimsicorically I'll take yes. over from Okay what were you doing at the tavern whence i discovered you asked gregnar as he lifted the female through the opening into the mausoleum i by the way mausoleum spelled wrong but still pronounced the same with that misspelling uh is this spelled wrong? i think it is mausoleum i some of these words i'm not i'm not actually i probably would have fucked up as much as jim dies if i didn't have autocorrect (laughs) um well no he's got the really complex words down it's the really simple ones you can't spell (laughs) like with all right i had sought to lay low from the palace's guards as they can oh is it the the wench yeah the Um. wench (laughs) no one had said wench up to this point (laughs) Kaiser. no he called her wench (laughs) not in this episode oh yeah that's true he called her wench in like five pages ago What were you doing at the tavern whence- Oh no, that's the wrong one. I had (laughs) sought to lay low from the palace's guards as they conducted their search for me. The tavern was seldom frequented by the palace guards, and my identity was unknown to the common soldiers. It was through the disturbance that you caused that the palace guards were attracted to the tavern. I was dragged away shortly after you were escorted to the palace. Alright, yeah, I fucked that one up a lot, so you can go. What are you called by female? <laughs> That's actually what it says. What are you called by female? Oh no, the, it's missing a comma, I think. What are you called by? Female? Female, yeah, but no, it doesn't have that. <laughs> it's funny how much difference a comma <laughs> makes.
1: Carthena, uh-huh. daughter of Minkados, Duke of Baruego. Whose lands border along the northwestern fringes of Gorzum. I was paid as homage to Agaphim upon his thirty eighth year. Husk the Femme yeah. And I am called a barbarian, grunted Grigner in a disgusted tone. Ay, the way of our civilization are in many ways warped and distorted. But what is your calling? she queried bustily. <coughs> question mark
0: (laughs) why is that a question
1: (laughs) Grigoner of accordia ah i have heard vaguely of accordia it is the hill country to the far east of the noro
0: fuck yeah i'll take over it is the hill country to the far east of the norgolian empire I have also heard Agaphim curse your land more than once when his troops were routed in the unaccustomed mountains of the Go- and gorges. Saith she wait, why is the why is there a that's all one word, actually, gorges.saith she <laughs> There's no spaces <clears throat> It's a website Gorges.saith <laughs> I period My people are not tarnished by petty luxuries and baubles. They remain fierce and unconquerable in their native climes, after reaching the hidden panel at the head of the stairway, Grignar was at a loss in regard to its operation. His firecist heaves were were Isn't as pe- that fiercest. I don't think that's how you spell fiercest. I think it's e i not i e whatever. His fiercest heaves were as pebbles against the burnished armor, Carthina. Depressed, a small symbol included with the elaborate design upon the panel, whereupon it slowly slid into the cleft in the wall. How did you come to be the victim of those crazed shaman? Quested Grignar as he escorted Carthina through the piles of rummage on the left side of the trap. What the fuck? Okay, <laughs> you're 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 up next anyway because that's the end of the yep. page, but <coughs> um. I assume this is female.
1: Yeah. By A. Afim's orders, I was thrust into a secluded cell to await his passing of sentence. By some means, the priests of Argon acquired a set of keys to the cell. They slew the guard placed over me and abducted me to the chamber in which you chanced to come upon the sorzotic Sacrifice. <clears throat> Their hell-spawned cult demands a sacrifice once every three months upon its full journey through the heavens. Fuck, I said months. Yeah.
0: Through its full journey. Yeah, okay. Through moons. Moons. They were startled by your unannounced appearance through the fear that you had been sent by Agaphim. The prince would surely have submitted them to the most ghastly of tortures if he had ever discovered their unfaithfulness to Sargon, his bastard deity. Many of the partakers of this ritual were high nobles and high trustees of the inner palace. Agafim's pitiless wrath would have been unparalleled. They have no more to fear of Agafim now, bellowed Grignar in a deep, mirthful tone. A gleeful... The- Wait, what did I do wrong? Tome. It again? Yeah. Uh, be- I- All right, bellowed Grignar in a deep, mirthful tome. All right, you can pick up from there
1: a gleeful smirk upon his face. I have seen that they were delivered from his vengeance. Engrossed by Carthenia's graceful stride and conversation, Grigner failed to take a note of the footfalls rapidly approaching behind him. As he swung aside the arched portal linking the chamber with the corridors beyond, a maddened, blood-lusting screech reverberated from his eardrums. Seemingly, utilising the speed of thought, Grignar swiveled to face his unknown foe. With gaping eyes and widened jaws, Grignar raised his axe above his surly
0: mane, but he was too late. Alright, can we talk about the fact that the sound came from Grignar's ears? Did it? Yeah, like you 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 read it right. It's just, <laughs> yeah, from his eardrums, yeah. Yeah, he he literally is shouting from his ears. No, 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 it reverberated from his eardrums. Yeah, exactly. That means it's coming out. <laughs> well, no, it means it bounced off of them oh i see but yeah it's, it's, it's a weird. very <laughs> weird sentence it makes it sound like his ears are screaming all right new section <clears throat> with, with a, oh is it you and me yeah it's a new new so new section new page and fuck up is where we switch okay i've never seen these new sections before and now we've got seven and seven and a half yeah this is weird <laughs> uh this is a really short one because normally the sections are a lot longer all right with wobbling knees and swimming head the priest that had lapsed into an epileptic seizure rose unsteadily to his feet while enacting his choking fit in writhing agony the shaman was overlooked by Grigner the barbarian had mistaken the seizure for the death throes of the acolyte allowing the priest to avoid his stinging blade The just for reference they're spelling seizure wrong every time so expect it to be seizure seizure okay (laughs) <laughs> Go on. The uh the sight that met the priest's inflamed eyes nearly served to sprawl him upon the floor once more. The sacrificial I got that one. The sacrificial. No yeah. the sacrificial He added an yeah, extra I in there. No, that's meant to be there. That's not how you spell sacrificial. It is. No, it isn't. There's no I A L at the end. Sacrificial is not a word. Uh, the English dictionary would like to disagree with you there. Is this another, like, British versus American spelling? Uh, Anyway. His sacrificial, uh, the sacrificial sat it grim, blood-splattered silence all around him, broken only by the occasional yelps and howls of his maimed and butchered fellows. Above his head rose the hideous idol, its empty socket holding the shaman's infurberished, infuriated gaze.
1: No N uh, If Effurbished if, if, ifurbished. Okay you can pick up from there His eyes Effurbished uh, if, infuriated gaze His eyes turned to a stony glaze With the realization of the pillage and blasphemy Due to his high susceptibility following the seizure The priest was transformed into a raving maniac Bent solely upon wreaking vengeance With lips curled and quivering A crust of foam dripping from them the acolyte drew a long, wicked-looking jewel-hilted scimitar from his silver girdle and fled through the aperture in the ceiling, uttering and f- faintly perceptible ceremonial gibberish. I said and sort of A. Yeah.
0: What's the end of the section anyway? "So." Also, I said aperture when it should have been apparatus." Apparature, yeah. A sweeping scimitar swung towards Grignar's head in a shadowed blur of motion. With axe raised over his head, Grignar prepared to parry the blow while the gaping, wide-eyed, in open-mouthed perplexity Uh, wow, okay uh, Suddenly, a sharp snap resounded behind the frothing shaman The scimitar, halfway through its fatal sweep dropped from a quivering, nerveless hand cluttering harmlessly to the stone age <laughs>
1: It fell so far it went back through time.
0: <laughs> I think he's trying to say stonage or something like that. Like as if it's <laughs> I, I don't know. Cutting his screech short with a blubbering red mouth gurgle. Bubbling. The last bubbling. Oh, I'm almost done with the page. I'll, I'll trade yeah. off in a second. Uh, red mouth gurgle. The lacerated acolyte staggered under the pressure of the released springboard. After a moment of hopeless struggling, the shaman buckled, sprawling face down in a widening pool of blood and entrails. His. That's the end of the book. Joe Fish? Yeah, I'll finish the sentence. His regal purple robe blending enhancingly with the swirling streams of crimson.
1: Mufrek. Hang on, what, hang on, what is actually that word? Mr- Mrifk I think it's murifk. supposed to be like a pain noise Yeah, it's meant to be a swear, I guess Merifk. I thought I had killed the last of those dogs muttered Grigner in a half-apathetic state Nay, nee, Grigner You're Nay? Nee? Female? Nay, nee, Grigner mm. You doubtless grew careless while giving vent to your lusts But let us not tarry any long lest we overtax the fates the paths leading to freedom will soon be barred the wretch's cries must certainly have attracted unwanted attention the wench mused she's a wench again she is by what direction shall we pursue our flight this is a very well-spoken barbarian. yeah i know like he he is better yeah <laughs> Up that stair and down the corridor a short distance is the concealed entrance. Entrance, is that there's an extra e. Yeah, I was right. Entrance to a tunnel seldom used by others than the prince and known to few others save the palace's l- royalty.
0: I'll let you go. It is used mainly by the prince when he wishes to other... Oh, sorry, fuck. When he wishes to take leave of the palace in secret. It is not always in the prince's best interest to leave his chateau in public view. (laughs) That's just French, mate. That's just chateau. Yeah, fuck you. I don't speak French. (laughs) Even while under heavy guard, he is often assaulted by hurtling stones and rotten fruits. The commoners have little love for him, lectured the near lady. What? Lectured the near lady. Alright, well I, I fucked up a bunch in that paragraph so you can take over. It is amazing that they would ever have left a pig like him become their
1: ruler. That was correct. I had to go back and check that it did say left. It yes. did say left, yes. I should imagine that his people would rise up and crucify him like the dog he is. Alas, Gregner, it is not as simple as all that. His soldiers are well paid by him. So long as he keeps their wages up, they will carry out his damned wishes. The crude implements of the common folk would never stand up under an old of forged blades and protective armor. They would be going to their own slaughter," stated Carthina to a confused but angered Grigna as they topped the stairway. Yet how can they bear to live under such oppression? I would sooner die beneath the sword than live under such a dog's command added Grigna, as the pair stalked down the hall in the direction opposite the in- that in which Grigna had come. "'But all men are not of the same mould that you are born of. They choose to live as they are, so as to save their filthy necks from the chopping block,' returned Carthina, in a disgusted tone as she cast an appeased glance towards the stalwart figure at her side, whose left arm was wound dexterously about her slim waist. His slowly waning touch Torch I'll finish sentence His slowly waning torch Casting their images In intermingling wisps As it dangled From his left hand
0: So They're having like Some kind of a weird Deep philosophical debate As Grignar is Just like you know Groping her Yeah I think
1: he's carrying her out Because that's what Barbarians do Yeah He's a
0: caveman Alright right. (laughs) <clears throat> Presently, Carthena came upon the panel concealed almost the other granite slabs and nope. dis what? Oh, did that that I is said what it almost. says.
1: I thought you said almost. That was, no, no. no yeah. I
0: realized afterwards you did. Re- I yeah. get it right. Sorry. Concealed amongst the other granite slabs and discrenable only by. Oh, grad. He did spell it right. I read it wrong, and discernible only by the burned-out crescent above it. Crescent. Crescent. I'm reading all the wrong words right and all the right words wrong. <laughs> yeah, you
1: are.
0: <laughs> We're making fun of Jim Thighs, I'm the one that's fucking up. Alright, you can go.
1: As I push the crescent aside, push the panel inwards... ...Katrina, because they meant- they spelled it wrong Motioned to the panel she was referring to and twisted the crescent in a counterclockwise motion. Grigna braced his right shoulder against the walling, concentrating the force of his bulk against it. The slab gradually swung inwards with a slight grating sound. Carthina stooped beneath Grigna's corded arms and crawled up on all fours into the passage beyond. Grigna
0: followed after easing the slab back into place. All right. We've. We're kind of like coming up on time, and um, yeah, my voice is dying. Yeah, we've we're actually probably gonna the next time we do this, we'll probably finish because there's only three and a half pages left. Oh my god! Um, God, and at this point, it's one of those things where I just want to finish it so that we're done with this. Uh, God, (laughs) yeah, this was this was not a good one for me. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, I think that there was uh, less hilarious, stupid things. He just got a lot of spelling mistakes in this a one. Lot so and like a lot of spelling mistakes <laughs> and a lot of
0: stupid <laughs> sentences. <laughs> there, there were, I mean, there were some funny ones earlier. like Nowhere. with there. I, I love the image of, like, he, you're right. Grignar's a barbarian, but he seems to be the most well-educated person here.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. No, that single line about the, the, the female... What was <laughs> I think yeah. probably my favorite. Uh, what are you called by female?
0: <laughs> what are you called by female? <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So this is probably so this is going to be where we're ending. Normally we would have another half hour in this podcast where we're talking about media, but like I said earlier, we're going to be separating that out moving forward. Um, you know, let us know what you think of the new format. This one, obviously, we we had topics heavy, and then we were just reading for the second half. So we'll see how this feels going forward. We may make some more tweaks, you know, move some other things around, see how we feel about it. But for now, we're going to end it. This is the end of uh, episode 76 of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you will hear us again next week.
1: M'rifk!